As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to Metal Break. And you have nothing in common with me. You think old school is 1993. Ha! I've been a thrasher since 84. Almost nothing sounds true <laughs> <Sorry>. anymore. <laughs> What? I'm Johannes Ekström, <laughs> and yes, indeed, I was a thrasher already two years before I was born. Oh. Uh, next to me, someone who indeed wasn't born yesterday either. Fuck off. <laughs> That you weren't born yesterday? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Do you know what? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know. <laughs> you touched. <laughs> the hands are up. The guard is up. We're boxing. Uh, my sparring partner. And on this, on this, in this endless battle for the greater good of metal. Does any of this make sense? No. I'm But you know you. who makes sense? <laughs> Pake Kishtram. Yeah. See, I got there. I yeah. found my way there 30, to you. How are you? Insert 30 years later. Well, I'm we're good, here. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I'm good, I'm good. Good. Now, okay, so that was Dark Throne. I was trying to find something fitting to talk yeah. about what we're going to talk about. Uh, what are we going to talk about? Well, first and foremost, I'm good too. Thank you for asking. <laughs> uh, No, you, you brought a topic here today. Yeah, because it's something that resonates with you a lot. That Sean from Slipknot said that the band might uh, focus on uh, releasing singles instead of full-length albums. Mm. And we have been talking a lot about this, not on the podcast, mm. because we are stupid and we talk without recording. We should But never, ever, ever do that. We should never talk. Then <laughs> that would be very good. I guess. <laughs> But anyway. <laughs> never talk off the record. Yes. Anyway, uh, we have been talking a lot about this mm. because there is this, you know, now it's a few years that singles are more, I don't know, at least the bands think that singles is the way to go. I, as a prog fan myself, I so fucking disagree. You know, I come from concept albums. You peasant cannot understand it. But <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But Avatar 
you know, the blue guys in that band. <laughs> we will be back in cinemas. Yes. Shortly. Has been concentrating a lot on singles as well. Yeah. So I think that you might have a lot of things to say. Convince me that that's the way to go. And again, as a progster, I will never agree. But Well, a couple of things on that. Um, I'm trying to think where to begin with it. Where, um... Okay, let me ask you something. Did you intentionally start to put more and more and more single out? Was it a, a label, management? No, it was a band choice, band choice. Okay, did you do it because you saw the trend, obviously, mm. right? No, we were writing a bunch of songs for an album and some of them were finished after and then we had them, they were great and felt like they they felt felt like they made sense in a con completely on their own as much as on any album and didn't really make sense on the album it at the time was the feeling so it was but uh, yeah but we are talking about the extra there yeah no, yeah, no but I'm yeah i'm talking about other singles i'm talking about your singles that will be included in the album but are already out like you have put more and more and more out oh you mean so every okay year. you know since i know you you went from one single before the album or two before the album and mm. then you know more more uh, music videos as well you know like well, there are more think, singles before the album yeah well or you have a system of uh, Okay, some inside baseball here is that you often talk about that you have the fan track first, which is a single that you don't necessarily choose based on, oh, which one will get the most airtime in radio? Which one will blah, blah, blah. It's just that which one will be a lovely, uh, um, caressing kick in the balls on the fans, the ones that already we know are waiting for us. By the way, sorry, but as you all hear my cup, we never say what we are drinking, even if this is a metal break and we should. Mm. What, what are, are you, you drinking? Coffee. What am I drinking? Coffee. Excellent. Okay, done no, it's done. <laughs> <laughs> okay sorry. Um, where was I? So... The fun truck. Yeah. Which basically is, you know, like... Uh, it tends to be for bands it seems at least for us like oh one of the a standout a very aggressive track mm. for instance so people feel like oh yeah they still got it kind of thing and mm -hmm. and um, but you don't necessarily expect to be one that will have wings as far or, or a great reach in terms of radio or whatever mm. and uh, then you release the first single that you hopefully that you intend to maybe have but that. this is the just recently you start to do like the fan track and then you think about the more radio friendly that gives me goosebumps but i know what you mean mm. because let's explain in europe we have yeah, bigger exactly. like I, metal exactly. radio i also type. i also made a point for myself to stop being afraid of yeah, those yeah, expressions yeah. But I because in two, europe, two, two decades yes but in europe is very 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 different when with yeah 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 we well we have radio rock but again like steven wilson went there you know mm. wow and that was a miracle to have a, a prog mm. single there but 
generally speaking, like we really don't have any radio, like that is a or American. limited. And if yeah. it is, it's very, it's mostly the old stuff. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. We, satellite and... radio, I don't feel it's the same thing here. No, because that gives more niches, I think, in the states. For yeah. instance, yeah, yeah. Like when I was a kid, I think that satellite radios or internet radio, whatever they yes. were. Mm. Yeah, uh, I even had the small one with some friends you know when i was really really small like early teenage you you yes. had a radio channel you were putting yeah, yeah. Radio. because it was so easy to, hmm. to just open one you know cool so and what? just play all the music i like yeah now i'm sure so, so what was so what, what was on that rate what did you guys do a lot of finnish metal of course it went from him to opeth to Anathema, to Catatonia. All the great Finnish bands. Yeah. And then um, there was Enciferum, I guess, Apocalyptic at the time already. Some did, night did you talk and stuff already then? or like... No, no, it was just a playlist. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was so easy. Was but... it one of those, you? sorry, was it one of those you would find in Winamp? That... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe I heard you. Who knows? And I don't think so. I don't even remember how the fuck we called it. But you know, it was it didn't last long because then I lost interest. You know me. I like mm. something I have to I like I I am curious about internet radius. I don't just listen to it, I have to learn how to do it. You know, I go one hundred all the time. But uh I don't think it's a thing anymore. Like I maybe I am just ignorant, but I really don't think at least like in Finland it's not that our friends they talk about uh that metal internet radio. Like no, and that yeah. doesn't no well, I don't know in Sweden. No, but if you think about it, what that that kind of internet radio is somewhere in the golden zone between okay, we start to have a bit faster internet but we don't have streaming platforms yet. Because I know now that kind of thing transferred into Spotify. Now you have the playlist exactly. that you put there. Exactly. Before it was an internet satellite radio. Exactly. Whatever. It went corporate. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, so whenever I, I cringe to, to radio, it's because I am from Europe. And in Europe, if you say, you know, that you are choosing a track from your album that is radio friendly you think that you are britain spears mm. and doing crap generally you know what i mean exactly so yeah anyway so you yeah but also this is a as i was saying before is a, a recent uh, way of thinking so the fan track and the radio track i yeah, heard you well, speaking during the years about oh this will be okay in the radio again when we speak about radio is the states but i didn't hear you the fan track is the first time i hear the worst it. well it's not the first yeah. time i heard for this album uh, so it's was not, definitely a thing not for this album but exactly this is just for this album that i heard it no, yeah, but I have heard it and used it prior to this album. Okay. Um, well, again, so what's the question there? That is like you went more and more from standard, yeah, we have to put out a single to more singles. And of course, no, well, it can be also you have more money to make more videos. No. <laughs> we end up doing about three videos per album at the end of the day, except, okay. except when we do Avatar Country. So why, according to you, 
all the bands in the world in the same moment they started to put more and more and more single because I don't think that you are not affected well, by the trend. No, no. So okay, so a couple of things. What we are doing is ultimately I think very close to the logic of a hair metal band the eighties. You put out the rocker first, then the power ballad. You can never put the power ballad out first. Whatever. Now, of course, we're not that formulaic. We write a bunch of songs we like and then reevaluate <laughs> what we can do with them. Uh, but it's still, once you want to promote yourself, then you, you know, you look what's promotable. Uh, if you, sorry, if you hear uh, this smoochy, 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 it's Vincent eating a stick. It's ASMR. Then, but then one thing that is um, that's happening now, and I try to remember... I think the term is waterfalling. All right. What does that mean? I think that's the term. Uh, otherwise, I look like an idiot now, but that's fine. Uh, it is something that, for instance, Gojira did for their latest album. Mm -hmm. You put out the first single. I don't remember if it was the one about Amazonas, the Amazon or which one. But they put out a single, first one, and the album cover is uh, the single cover is the album cover second single same cover the uh, uh and the first single is the b-side meaning track two on that you know because it's streaming mm -hmm. and, uh, and you slowly build up the album song by song so when the album is out i have been introduced slowly with the album cover and stuff kind of on they have unlocked almost the first half for me already yeah, and so slow release through. They did Born for One Thing, Another World, Amazon. What's it called Amazonia or whatever it was called yeah, the Amazon yeah. as well. Amazon one and one or two more even, and uh, it it was great. Well, it again, it depends from in. the taste. I like my experience to have one track and then putting that album and have the full experience. Well, then then the album was out, and I did have the full experience. Yeah, but I don't want to hear them before, a lot of them before. Well, but that's one thing, personal yeah, logic. because one thing that happened is that I and that we all realized, because we anyway like everyone in the band likes Gojira anyway, but we like a lot of things. And we're not always on top of the things we like at the time of the release, because there's so much going on all the time. But this was a way to kind of, well, now I might as well listen to the other half of the album as well. And I had, you know, they helped me build a relationship to their album in a way that worked in this day and age, at least but on me. But one day did it in a different way than just putting singles as many bands are doing, one after the other. It was more purposeful, their way of doing it. It was more calculated. It was that experience they wanted you to have. It's different than just putting a bunch of singles out. Well, but... Uh, Again, agree to disagree, it's a matter of taste. I personally would not enjoy Opeth putting single after single after single after single and then having the album. Mm. I like my experience. Like It's that because nothing substitute. I know that like Opeth uh, have never disappointed me. Like, I don't know how, but they never did. Together with um, Anathema, for example, they never disappointed me. But nothing can substitute that thrill that you feel when your favorite bands 
band that you know is not gonna disappoint you, but still you have that that bit of fear when you open that mm. box. It doesn't matter if it's yeah. the streaming. But there or... I have a question for you. Yeah. Because how often do you allow yourself to do that with new music coming out compared nowadays to let's say 20 years ago let's when is open when are my favorite bands all the time did you like we, we are talking really about open exactly but wouldn't it be fair to say that because i speak for myself the whole let's get into this album i did more with a wider variety of bands back in the day compared to now but that's called aging you I know, think that's only partially true. That. I think it's and also true. I am so selective about. I don't mind to hear a lot of singles from other bands that I love so much. But for my favorite bands, I need that trail. I need the. This was good. Let's hope the next one is. Uh, mm. And I don't think I am the only one that has no, of that. Course, but of course. When Opet puts a new album, I get. You know, hello, Luca, if you are listening, me and my friend that share this crazy love for Opet, we are writing for and talking for weeks before, you know, mm. like, how oh, it's going to be okay. The single was fantastic. And then, you know, you put the first song. Oh, my gosh, it was amazing. Good. Mm. And then you put the next one. And then you are like, okay, we are fucking four in. Maybe the fuck up at the fifth one. And then the fifth one is even better. Mm. Like... And then the end, like that thrill, you know, mm-hmm. that, and, may, and maybe I sound like a boomer, but it's really just, I can mention two, two names, you know, I'm really selective with what I really love. And I've been always like that, you know, I had this relationship with the new album, just with a few bands, not with all of them. I never been this, I don't know you, but do you remember, I guess it's, it doesn't matter if you are from Sweden or Cambodia or uh, Finland or Italy. When we are kids, the important thing is to know as many names in be- in metal as you can. To yeah, listen yeah, to course. everything or pretend to listen to everything. I was <laughs> Even more true. Yeah. As a journalist, I was forced to, to listen to a lot. Because at the beginning you do the review. And uh, every journalist will tell you that when you have to prove yourself and be the one that writes every fucking review of every stupid black metal band ever, that's the miserable time. You have to do that time to conquer it, you know, to Mm. to earn your interviews. But then when I started to do the interviews, I was really listening to less and less and less music, just people that I had to interview and then my favorite bands. And I never been that, oh, I know this name and that name and that name. So, no, I still have the same relationship because I didn't, I never had this strong relationship with a lot of bands. Again, I love many. Like, take Turisas, if they ever come back, because I don't think they will, I don't have that relationship, I, but I, I worship them, you know? Mm. But it's like, it's different, it's open that gives me that trail. And But I, I must say, of course, no one is stopping you from consuming the music in that way you see fit. Then you also have the, real, the reality of uh, 
whatever we have to do to even be heard or be seen or be noticed uh, and uh, and nowadays that is I mean, it was always brutal. It was brutal in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. It's brutal mm-hmm. now as well. But now it's brutal. You're fighting algorithms. And that's, and that's what I wanted to pull out from you before. Mm. Because, yes, I understand it's an artistic choice. But nowadays, is there is a limit to the artistic choice. As you said, you have to fight against the algorithm. I want to make it very clear, though, that it was always a limit to an artistic choice. You know, that it is it's the 70s as well. You know, yeah, you still yeah, have yeah, to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But n- now I got the, the more logical answer, I guess. That How do we put things out in a way so that it gets the mo- highest likelihood to be even be heard yeah exactly yeah. and no um, one is criticizing no, no. the fear is that as sean says bands my fear as a fan is that bands stop totally doing albums and we just go to click well, click click i here's the thing i then i read then i read i don't know keith richards biography or some or whatever it was and how they were hot on a tour and decided to record two songs somewhere in alabama on the road Bam, 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 and put them out. Yeah, but that's different. Again, it's like when you put out your music that was great, but didn't find a specific place that would make sense in the album, right? But they were great anyway. So what do you do? Do you keep them for yourself? But here's here's the thing for me. Like, I, I think the human mind, we are very good at very quickly start to think like it has always been like this. We have very short memory in a way. I mean, of course, like, I don't know, like in the mid- midst of, at the height of the pandemic, it kind of felt like to me, at least, like we had always lived in a pandemic and always would live in a pandemic. It has, it's, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That sensation. And now post pandemic is, yep, I was, we're talking about it. Yes, I remember it. I was sick. You were sick. We remember it. Uh, at the same time, there's a part of my brain who kind of deleted those two years or that life was so different that I didn't get to see anyone. And all those things is kind of not as present to me as you would expect them to be if you think how you felt at the time. This parallel to remind us of how short we put the album there as this be-all, end-all expression of music. It just so happened to have been the medium the length of the medium at a certain time when electrified music got popular popular you know what i mean we didn't no one listened to albums in 1920 1930 40 50 they started in 1960 you know it's this short time span but it feels like it has always been and this is the ultimate yeah yeah, of course things are going to change what i want to know is would you give up the medium of an album to push just singles, to put out just singles. Would you, would you eventually embrace you, Johannes, mm. not Avatar? I'm not- My answer there is never say never. And it's it interests me now how, how not important that feels in principle, in theory. In reality, there are a couple of things, you know, the time and money put towards doing something, the efficiency of it, what is, re- you know, it's always that... Um, just the, you know, for how many songs is it worth to fly someone somewhere or to fly somewhere 
able to drive a guitar and put it in a studio. Uh, and the, the amount of songs that goes on an album seems to be still an efficient amount of music to record at the time and yeah. work with at the time. But I think that doesn't matter. Like if you decide to put just singles then you go there you record the ten of them or six of them that we discovered yeah no no yeah okay but that is that kind of would defeat the purpose of why i would be interested in it to me switching to the format of putting out things as singles and not even thinking of albums uh would reflect that method of working so our chihuahua has turned into a rabbit. He has very long ears. He jumps on his hind legs a lot when we're out walking and he sees something that excites him. And now he's eating a carrot. ASMR. So, yeah. No, no, so that's the thing. If I would have a fancy home studio, you know, in a big garage or whatever, you know, because I don't have a car. Not even in my in my dream vision of myself, where I own a house. I still see myself building a studio in the garage because I don't have a car there. Um, no, but, you know, so that would be like, oh, I wrote a song. Let's do something. Let's put it out there, you know. It would but be that's more in now that's... interesting. So you think that if you go from um, uh, album to singles you would not record like like six or ten together it would be but then how do you this think? is my dream no no but this is one of those dream vision this is what you see in hip-hop you see in pop you see it in in electronic music you see it in stuff where people feature each other and, and all this um where it can be more fluid and flu yeah fluid whereas this i have big also i guess because what equipment you use yeah, and how yeah. much preparation is needed yeah because that's 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 the, oh, another thing right when you are you know jazz metal that isn't total bullshit uh, because you let a machine do the job you know uh, orchestral music you actually have to rehearse this shit first mm -hmm. and then record it yeah um other genres depending on what instruments are being played or not played and stuff like that there's more room for recording while writing and have the finalist product the moment after you came up with it mm -hmm. uh in a you know and that means the turnaround time can be much faster mm -hmm. i guess that that's a significant difference we have to meet up and play every song a lot of times first yeah exactly so practically could you do it well I, yeah you know like it's uh it would but it would be resource heavy in this i think like if we really if we would come up with this totally metal awesome tricky drum roll as part of the song and we really want it in there uh and we write it come up with it in the studio john would have to you know he wouldn't get to sit in the rehearsal room and play it a hundred times mm. and then record mm. and do 10 attempts and scream and cry and swear mm. and then on the 10th he gets it instead he would go maybe there and play 200 times because it's not prepared and there is maybe. another question would you trade then the process that i think you enjoy of making an album and playing it 100 times together and then record it for this other way of well 
we talk about these things every, for every every time, or we have in the last bunch of times. The singles or EPs, or why does it have to be 40 minutes and stuff? Mm-hmm. Uh, that question was answered in the 90s. We're like, oh, we have CDs now. We can do 80 minutes. And fuck you, no, you can't. No one needs 80 minutes of Oasis or whatever. The bands who did it back yeah, then, yeah, yeah. albums were too long. Now it's the other way around. Like, like Cryptopsy did uh, what were called Book of Suffering 1 and 2 were EPs instead and it's just why not do that shorter sessions like so maybe you can't do I'm a rapper I go to a producer or he's got a beat for me I have a sheet of lyrics that I prepared and it merges nicely and we have a cool hip-hop song at the Mm -hmm. end of it hard to have that quick turnaround in metal I guess but Maybe there's a halfway point, the cryptopsy point, multiple EPs, multiple little song sessions, uh, writing sessions, you know, and still have a quicker turnaround and you're just in this constant flow of things. That there's something charming with it. It makes me think uh, it would open up for being more, potentially more, even more free. I mean, I don't think that Avatar can be accused of being very formulaic or stuck in our ways or anything right no 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 and of course you will find an artistic take a very interesting take also from singles yeah but that what i'm saying is what if you have it single maybe you really because that's one of those things that so sang the hollow was one of those uh, another uh, you know like another soft song on our heavy album we already chose gun there should we put you know should we do so sang the hollow as well so to that extent, we are formulaic that we feel like it should be at least 90% metal. And, but just as a single, I think we could put out 100 soft songs if we wanted. Mm-mm. Just one at a time. So maybe we'll create a different kind of freedom for those reasons. That if it's just one song, who cares? And as an artist, you would not miss or care to not have the physical um album or on the stream to have this story of six songs that belongs to that era and they are all together for a reason and sometimes there is a thematical thing going on and sometimes no well i have this zen uh idea you know or is that the right i don't know if that's the right uh far east line of thinking for this if i mix it up with something else now but it would be this constant stream of things instead where singles would just come when the time was right for each individual song to come and be released and sometimes oops we made three uh how would okay then i have another question for Mm -hmm. you how would because again i want to be convinced so how would avatar work with that because you have your look you have your costume reveal you have you know like little things that are all well actually all little and big things that are different we tie a lot of things to an album cycle yeah yeah that is that that could loosen up a bit that could be I know for a fact that Rammstein, they don't have stage uniform. I think everyone has a wardrobe with a bunch of things that kind of fit the idea of what they are. And for each show, they kind of, oh, I feel today's Lederhosen, yeah. You know, so there could be a more general, wider selection. 
So hmm. a bit more playful, but a bit I more wonder free. for your fans because I've been at your gigs and I've been at gigs of other artists that use you know costume and yeah. things. So I I see when I don't know the red jacket comes. Mm. Yeah, but know? that's a concert, and the people are a... like, "Ooh!" But so, the red jacket doesn't co won't come back ever again on an album, so it's not that particular. No, one. no, no, no. But I guess because but it's... it comes back live, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because the way you do it is, you know, well done. That's that you 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 tight this. It's kiss. Uh, yeah, basically, but even more than kiss. Yeah, but the idea Honestly. the idea comes that one because uh, I didn't think of it when I was a little kid. But the friend who introduced me to most of the heavy metal bands when I was uh, in my early teens, he could always point out like, "Oh, that's the Love Gun era," you know, like um, yeah. the, from the outfits. Yeah, Teresa has done it, you know, mm. in a quite. I always say that even if the genre, like the the music, is so different, like you and Matthias, you, you would really vibe. Mm. Yeah, I'm sure we would. There's probably because, similar because way of the way, yes, ways. absolutely, absolutely. Just thinking the whole big picture kind of thing. I guess. Yes, yes. But then you would not miss all that process. Like, do you think that fans will not miss that? I yeah, sure. Well, if miss or miss, but you have something else cool in its place. That's that's the thing Such we're looking for here. Hmm? Such as? No, just ex this again. This exciting flow of uh, uh, awful modern term for it, but then more more stream of content creation that truly would make the art project avatar be an ever ongoing thing. You know. Yeah, but then so you will not ever that look for that era. No, or it would be a more step by step evolution thing, and maybe then maybe we have. A song. I look around in the room and I see that, okay, so we have a sunflower song and I have a sunflower outfit specifically for that one song. You know, I, that can still happen. Now I want Patreons, especially because they have a platform where they can discuss all of them. Mm -hmm. Otherwise on Twitter or wherever you find Mastodon or wherever you find this <coughs> podcast shared, let us know if... If you would miss the different avatar era, because I'm sure I, I can or Teresa's whatever, like your band. I don't know many bands nowadays that do it that way. Ghost maybe has done it similarly. But the interesting thing is, I think it would still end up being eras, but eras we would see in hindsight. Because I still write, and the whole band we we you know we write where we are at right now. We create where we are at right now, and the evolution of the ideas or our mindset and what it means to be an avatar when you're twenty or forty or sixty, would of course. would go on. So the era, but it would be more archaeology to define the eras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it will be different now. You have you know, the album is coming, so you have your costume reveal. Uh, uh, the the first single puts the, the, the vibe, the color, the smell of mm. the album. Mm. That he smells for each song, he has, you yeah. know, a, a similar smell translated in different ways throughout the album, right? So it's a more solid, like, package, you know, more yeah. tangible. Yeah, which 
is good and bad. At the same time, back to the 60s, back to yeah, Beatles. Yeah, but I want to know, give the, the word to the people. Yeah. Would you like or not they change in the way that, for example, take Ghost? Or mm. do they? I'm not yeah, they change. Find... They change. Papa Emeritus turn into yeah. something else. Each okay. Time. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. You don't have to take Avatar as an example, but a band that does it the way that they do it or similar, would you miss the way that has been up to now and change for a more fluid single thing? So let them answer. You can answer as well. Yeah, my but answer. you answered. I don't know if I would, but I would be. I'm interested, you know, like any art project. Like, in what ways can we work on this? You know. But I guess that's also a fear of mine that you lose a bit the art to give in the algorithm and the way. That yeah. Is. No. Yeah. But as you said, you have to be listening. The album is also just another commercial length product. You know that was made sense. The, why don't I, if I don't care about the algorithms, why don't I do four hours of music each time? Because that's a stupid length to listen to at one time, you know, it's with movies. We don't need that. We need Lord of the Rings and Das Boot, but usually it's better if a movie is between 90 and 120 minutes for a reason, I feel. And I think this, let's, get, let's not get fixated on these numbers to be the defining of what's quality and not to put more potentially quality. Beethoven composed symphonies that were 40, 50 minutes long, I guess, at their longest, but also pieces, little German dances that were one minute long. The Beethoven pieces is one minute long. But so I there's think a one time of place. the reasons why I don't like the way that he's going now, beside, you know, to not have that holy moment of is it going to be amazing the next song and the world album and stuff like that that I said before is that we live in a such fast pace world and now I, I and now I sound like a boomer and it's okay but it's just all about attention span like you people why like you can say all the artistry that you want but why bands are pushing towards let's just put singles instead of working on a fucking full album it's because this is what the audience wants sure but yes and no it's click click, click. That, that's that's part of the truth but it's always part of the truth and one that shouldn't be discarded like what does the audience want am i asking to have an audience here or not you know like but there's an other aspect of this number one we write songs I write a song, then I write another song, then I write another song. I don't write parts of a 40-minute composition necessarily, you know? So how you want choose to present it, that should be at least more flexible. And at the very core, go back to what rock and roll was or music, recorded music was prior to the, to the LP format. And, you know, and again, uh, I don't know which is Elvis' greatest album because it was single after single after single, first half of Beatles' career, or Johnny Cash and all that, where the album... Um, it's, a very, it's, a, it's, it's a very shortly defined period where the album is actually... You know, we talk 40 years, maybe. Mm -hmm. You know, and before and after, something we can be more open-minded to what it means. Do I always have to paint the Sistine Chapel, or can I just frame one painting and give you, you know, and then... Do another little painting. Yeah, yeah, another of course. Painting. 
Um, I just think that, I don't know, do you think I am too cynical if, or nihilistic? If, uh, I know, I know you, so, uh, for a quite long time now. However, and maybe I am cynical, I think that in this world, <laughs> there are also metal bands, people that care more about being, you know, successful and full of the algorithm and full of so I think that in that way we might lose some some focus on what we are doing now area what we are doing are we talking about art or are we talking as metal also uh, fallen into this commercial vision of just let's put product out you know but, but maybe i am cynical and maybe i have a too romantic vision of metal i don't know no i too romantic i don't know is uh i would dare to accuse you of having a one-dimensional view of ultimately again it's people with instruments and a drummer in the back because they're not real musicians uh saying one two three four in front of a bunch of people and hopefully make them move with the noise they make it's show business show business is an art form in and out of itself if a tree mm. falls in the woods uh and no one's there to hear it you know does it make uh, a sound i guess i agree more uh i am a steven wilson kid from that point of view you know well, uh, he still found his audience and said, yeah, yeah, yeah. but by doing, but, yeah, no, <laughs> but by doing good shit and the good shit he does is that he does the shit he wants to do. Yeah. And that's why he's good at it. And, yeah, and yeah, then but you he's... don't get away from that. It's like, there's not that suddenly shit advance will become bigger because of writing the algorithm. You know, that's just one part of how to capture an audience is just one part of it. You know, I can make, if I have McDonald's advertisement for burgers or whatever, but if I then serve literal shit sandwich and I poop on a piece of bread, I'm not gonna sell many of those. Yeah, yeah, but uh, well, one Stephen Wilson is the one that was destroying uh, iPods, so that that's what I meant. Now he's available on every streaming platform anyway, so yeah, know, yeah, yeah, but puff. Uh, yeah, no, uh, it's a way more complicated discussion that because it's very easy, and I heard this, and that's the problem. If you don't. Uh, and I'm not accusing you, but if you don't inform yourself, if you don't uh, read the interviews or watch the interviews mm. on uh, YouTube, you don't understand it. Because it's, it's also, sorry, it's, it's very oh, sorry, silly to sorry. accuse, oh, you are on Spotify, sorry. you know. It's also a bit silly, I know, because this is one of those, I want to make society better, but you're participating in society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a you very, know, yeah. you know, so from you, I expect it better. Stupid, low hanging fruit, I realize. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Uh, so if you want to understand why he's still on Spotify and uh, still sells album and so on and so forth while doing a wonderful, fantastic critics on critic on society, please listen to uh, to uh, his interviews or read his interviews. Or but I also the thing is I feel in general when having these discussions that we kind of lose our like. The deep, the deep, deep meaning of music, the deep, deep relationship that humans have to music is so beyond any of these things we paid on it, 
we you know how we try to elevate it or how we try to do the opposite of elevating that a word that escapes me through you know through these categorizations and all that where ultimately it's about the song you know yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, I think that there is a way that with all due respect, Motley Crue looks at music and there is a way that, you know, bands we like looks at, look at no, music. But, no, yeah, but here's the thing. I don't... There's a bunch of stuff that I don't like about Motley Crue that's well documented on this podcast, I think. I'm not a fan. Um, but ultimately, I think still, I, I, I don't like their work but i still i'm at this part place i'm in my life now i still first and foremost see rock and roll as something you're supposed to dance to all this extra Uh, let me clarify what i meant is that and no one is gonna be shook if madrigro well, I don't think they even exist, but if they come back and they say, yeah, yeah, from now we put just singles out Mm. because that's what, uh, you know, the YouTube gods want or the Spotify gods want. Uh, And and no one is going to be, oh, the artistry, you know, but I'm going to be shook if, like, open. That's it, and I hope they don't. No, I don't, but I don't think they want to, and it's not. I, I don't know. I don't know. You can never know, and I just open pray the are, metal gods. They, they have such a big side of what they're doing that is frozen in time, so to speak, stylistically, in wanting to, you know. I guess they're the only successful era. metal band that doesn't give a shit about doing a fucking music here's video, thing, you know. Yeah, so, but here's the thing: the point that you're missing is that you see a one of again metal is. Well, okay, when I put out metal albums nowadays, they're fucking relevant, cutting edge, and have the potential to save the whole genre for all of us, and you're all welcome. Overall. <laughs> and I believe that, because I fucking have to, otherwise yeah, what am I course. doing here? And I'm stop. right, and you will see, once every, <laughs> everything is said and done. Here's the thing, but metal goes stale for a bunch of reasons. And I, I complain about, you know, like sound replacement on drums or this or that, or people want to make pop sounding metal, but they're bad at doing pop music, you know, yeah, and yeah. all, uh, so it doesn't work. Um, and one other thing is metal has to be like everything else, if you want to say relevant, cutting edge, you know, we have to stop looking for the next great death metal band from Stockholm. We had those 32 years ago. They're great. Some of them are still around. We don't need and another... But what we... The, sorry, I have to get to the point <laughs> that I know I take too long to get, yes. get there. Be with it with the times in the... You know, it's... Don't... Wait, it's, it's right here on the tip of my tongue and I'm overwhelmed with the thoughts and feelings I realize I have on this. <laughs> get with it. Like, this could... is another way of having artistic freedom as well. If it's more direct from idea to put it out there. I love, you know, don't let technology ruin your shit. But technology can make me easily, bam, here's my song. Yeah, yeah, I guess the only, and I was saying before with my question that you didn't let me finish to ask is, is metal, I'm so, uh, maybe, okay, stay with me, dear friends that are listening. You know my PhD. You know what I do academically. Mm. You know that I spend hours 
writing and researching bands that are from places like Iran, where mm. metal is done with a very specific purpose, right? To to strike the government. So it has the and purpose is also to rock. Yes, yes, but yeah, but remember that. There, yeah, but there is a very specific reason. We can go to this, to this argument discussion and other podcasts. But there is a very specific reason why every time there is a revolution in Iran, there is a soundtrack for it. Mm-hmm. Every time, music has been always a tool of resistance in Iran. Mm. So it's not just to rock. Hmm. You can do other I said also to rock. Yes. I said also. Yeah, but it's also not a coincidence that in Iran the most popular genre of metal is the extreme. It's not just to rock in Iran. But anyway, uh, and I'm not doing Orientalism here before somebody accuses me of that. But, so maybe that's why I have this... Uh, idea of metal to be that he has to be this pure you know this elevated but the thing is I don't know if I like the idea that metal has to give in to the commercialism of uh, Elon Musk owned social media or YouTube or like where is the metal that was anti uh anti-authoritarian, anti-status quo, anti-commercial, you know. And I know I have to let go. I know that is my fucking problem. You know what I mean? I know that is like my my way of seeing metal is not realistic anymore. But I know when, it. Yeah, but also how, like... So, you know. I think maybe it's as unrealistic or as realistic as it always was. Because, I mean... When we see, oh, it's not good. It's not doing that thing in that place that it used to do. That was fucking great. Now it's doing that fucking great thing, where it didn't used to do it. Maybe you need a context of again, the youthfulness of it. That it is in a position to be able to challenge what's around it. You know. Yeah, yeah. I just hope that metal ultimately doesn't fall into this, you know, commercial grind and just. I just feel that it's always been the grind always will be the grind and then you have a bunch of things that is not the grind all these things are happening at the same time Mm -hmm. in different layers and uh, and from all the different layers all the different ways of doing this has the potential for something really truly great to happen for those who are able to who, who those are receptive to it you know yeah i i hope that you know if albums are no more bands are going to adjust in a way that nothing uh, I is think, compromising. I, think, I, I don't think anything is going away. It actually, I had a thought earlier today about how YouTube, what we want on YouTube right now are really, really short things or social media in general, you know, or really, really long things. Uh, and nobody wants 10 minutes the thing in between. Actually, no, because YouTube now started to pay uh, for reels. Yeah, yeah. Is it called Reels? But yeah, this happened just a month ago because now, uh, because of TikTok and then uh, Instagram changing and putting a lot on the stories or whatever it's called, mm. uh, Boomer, <laughs> fucky, uh, 
actually finally <laughs> they started to pay for uh, reels. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Ago. And so that's yeah. Pushing the very short. But how is so that contradicting what I'm saying? That no one cares anymore for uh, long for. But months. that's wrong, because I see other. I see what's have ends up being having a tons of views. You have again the short stuff. And then you have, for instance, the uh, last week, the, as we're recording this, this guy is called H Bomber Guy, I think, who takes forever to make each video, uh, and it ends up being two hours every time, and, and I barely got a notification that the new video was up, and it was already up in the millions. Or you go to podcasts, or video podcasts, and we're not fans, but Joe Rogan, for instance. That we have the two formats growing, long form, short form, well, Joe medium Rogan form. Well, just seen a short clip on YouTube nowadays. So. No, people listen to his show. People drive around listening to his show. People have the show on. I am 100% certain of that. So these different formats exist. He doesn't exist on YouTube anymore. No, 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 no. He's on Spotify, but that's yeah. beside the point. No, the point I is am that we are consuming. That we are consuming. Yeah, no, no, yeah. They're, they're trying to compete with TikTok and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, while at the same time, popular long form stuff is really popular as well. And there will always be a place for it. It's just because we have, again, TikTok doesn't mean we stop watching movies completely. Uh, so I'm not worried about the album format per se. There's a lot of good things to be said about that style of writing session, that style of recording session, that format to putting out in. Um, nothing more, nothing less than 40 to 45 minutes of music is my, it's a sweet spot for me. I get that. I just think in, in general, there's a lot of benefits to be had about sing, thinking singles creative wise that I think might do the metal world some good if people weren't so terrified of it not just or beside the potential commercial thing of like trying to keep up with with what a rapper might be doing you know mm -hmm. who cares you know mm -hmm. it's not the same but just creatively that you do one one painting at the time you know yeah that you'd not always have to think about i'm gonna do a series of taint a study of roses in ten, 10 frames now and do my you know yeah. sometimes you just want to do a painting of a potato also uh from you know, again, I love my prog, but I don't always love my prog to have to be for hours long no, album. You exactly. know, because then you lose a bunch of songs in between. So there is mm. that sweet spot, as we say, they yeah. call it to me, you know. 10-ish songs should be okay. Then if it's a concept album that is fantastic from some band, you know, a few more, but that's it. So, um, yeah, there is there is a lot of potential if they do it well. I just don't think that albums are gonna disappear anytime. No, so. I agree, but that is not issue. It's just uh, so I guess what well, to circle back to the starting question is what we feel about what we think about singles, contra albums, and I think there's more room for shorter form for ver for multiple reasons in metal than we are allowing it now. We have been sometimes on a verge with Avatar to explore it further. And again, last year we put out five singles, I think, mm -hmm. four or five. You know, like and it was and it was great. But again, that is a good way of doing it, and not because I'm married to you, but because they were wonderful songs, mm. but they just didn't find their space in the album. Because again, when you do an album, is it has to be 
call it not concept, whatever, but mm. yes, to make sense, right? Yeah. So you wanted to put them out anyway, and that's a wonderful way of doing it, but you still put the album out. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, but it also could be a world where we didn't have 10 songs making sense. Maybe we had seven great songs who don't make sense. Maybe we record, maybe we had two, and then half a year later we record another three or whatever, you know? That looseness to the extent that the perf that the way you perform and record allows it is super interesting to me because also that is sometimes it's only at the end of a writing session where i truly feel i'm writing an album mm -hmm. the way into writing an album is writing a bunch of songs and i try to keep an open mind of what kind of songs we're supposed to have for as long as possible keeps as many doors open as possible until it's time to close doors. But what happens if we stay at that open door se session and just get get done with the different paths and, uh, and possibilities one at a time? Because I have to choose. So I want to do my rock and roll album, my, my murder album, my progressive uh, operatic album, you know? Mm -hmm. It's usually beneficial if I choose. But if I do one operatic symphonic conceptual song or short suite, put that out in, in January, and then I do Scream, Bloody Murder kind of music and horrify you in September with one song or two. Mm -hmm. May I ask you, just to conclude, uh, I don't know if you can do it because you're a musician and you cannot uh, like change your brain, mm. but try from a perspective only of a listener, mm would you miss to discover those six, ten songs, 40 minutes at once? And well, of course, there are always singles out before, but you know. You are such a lovely prog head that you put six or seven songs to the length of 40 minutes instead of <laughs> 10. <laughs> yeah. um, sure. Well, if we talk... Uh, but I also know between. that the way I look for music nowadays and I really, I, I swim in the ocean. You know, I'm not even looking for land. I'm just letting things yeah. flow over me. I become more song oriented, gladly so, because I'm so all over the place until I hone in on something from time to time. Mm -mm. And it is like with you, like now Dan Townsend put out light work there. I like, everybody shut up. I'm gonna start to finish now this and mm -hmm. have that. Mm -hmm. But it takes such a, long, <laughs> such a long time <laughs> for them to, for an artist to build that relationship to you nowadays, I think. That's exactly what I wanted to ask you. Like, mm. think Devin Townsend. No, but that's the thing. But also, Devin Townsend, I've been listening to, uh, and, you know, giving, I've been giving him my money for over two decades. Mm -mm. And uh, then I was kind enough to give that young squirt of an upstart start the chance to tour with, with me. And, you know, <laughs> all, and have him, you know, grace him with my presence for a month straight and those things. So, it's quite, um, you know... Intense. Yeah, poor man. <laughs> Intense thing. Um, so it's hard to compare. That, that's a peculiar case. But yeah. Um, yeah, I but that's it, my... Uh, I mean, I love him to pieces. And it, I yeah, but also to it, listen to his album from... It's very similar to Opet, actually. But I guess Devin Thompson is your Opet. That you have that shut up. Now I yeah, have to listen yeah, to this. It's definitely, definitely one of them. Absolutely. Yeah. 
and uh, and the thing is, yeah, I would miss it, I guess. No, no, you can understand me. But I don't we think it's going. I don't think it's going away, and I think. No, no, no. But that's the question. If in uh, if I don't know a crazy future, you know, yeah. if tomorrow. Everyone stops making albums. Okay, sorry, but this hypothetical, if, if a bad thing would happen, would I find it bad? The answer is yes. No, 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 no. Because I don't think that you... Uh, I had to do the Devin Townsend example before, because, but I wanted to save it, because otherwise it was no episode anymore. Yeah, we agree. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if tomorrow everyone stops doing albums, mm. you know, Devin included... And you just have songs after songs every few weeks or every, I don't know, month from Devin Towns. Would you miss, like, the, the album or that, that emotion to listen to the album? Or I would, you would Yeah, I would, miss, no, I, would, I would miss the outcome of that also because it's clearly, again, with certain artists that perform it. Uh, had such a obvious place, yeah. you know, for certain artists. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's what I'm talking about. But I'm, I'm saying, talking but, about the certain artists. But I think we can do way more singles and more short form than we are doing now in heavy music. And that would benefit a lot of it. Uh, many, I think. Yep, yep. But that we have been speaking a lot about, you know, the magic eight number, eight songs, and that's it. You don't need 25, even in Prague. Hmm. I would say, you know, or especially in Prague, where well, each one yeah, is it's, 25 it's minutes. Very long songs instead. Okay, can I say one thing and then we, we finish? Yeah. The best moment um, in uh, for me as a photographer and so many others that love open is when, uh, you know, the security that has to let you in ah, the yeah, photo yeah. pit. They don't know what Obit is about. Now they're learning though, because you know, they are learning, but they almost always, you get three songs with them as well. Hmm. So when they say, okay, three songs that you are in the photo pit, you know, you take pictures <laughs> with Opeth is the wall concert most of the times and it used to be especially the world concert so i remember that once in tusca we were there for the full concert because they played four songs and mm. so the security was so confused about it you know yeah. but yeah i guess we can uh we ended up disagreeing but i guess Not that now so we, far. We i guess that we found each other i yeah. just had to put you in the Devin Townsend bubble and in the fan. And then I had to remind you that it's 2022 and there are diff there's so many possibilities now. That yeah, yeah of before. course. Yeah. So we found each other. Yeah, good. Okay. Before no the divorce dog, before, this time. Before, I <laughs> before the dog eats us. Social media, go. Uh, well, I have Twitter that is Paki. No. No. Ekstrom Paki. Ekstrom Paki. And there you will find Mastodon. I will stop Twitter as soon people realize that I am on Mastodon now. Uh, fuck Twitter. Fuck Elon Musk. You horrible person. And then I have Instagram. Uh, Paki underscore Metal Break. I have Johannes underscore Avatar on all the things I am. Uh, I just saved that name on Mastodon. 
uh, I mean, fuck the people who owned it before probably as well, and fuck everyone, so I don't feel Twitter, strong. Twitter, you mean? Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, but fuck Facebook, fuck Instagram, <laughs> fuck all of it, so I mean, it doesn't make any difference to me, and give it, give it a couple of years, all power's corrupt, and absolute power corrupt, absolutely, meaning give me 10 years, and I'll say fuck Mastodon too, maybe 10 months, uh, but I'm there, I won't yes. use it yet. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> But yeah, that's it. And also, you know, patreon.com slash metalbreak. That's how you can support us if, if you want. And he doesn't... He, he uh, Never mind. <laughs> I'm out of coffee. And you know what they say. No, no coffee, coffee. No mercy. Bye-bye. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.